Welcome to Living Box Free. Our mission is to help you break out of the box of worldly expectations. We're here to help you find your unique journey to a healthy, fulfilled life. Hello, welcome back to Living Box Free. Do you have a grateful heart? How often do you give thanks for the things in your life? Or are you more focused on the negative? Well, today we are going to talk about the power of gratitude. But first, our favorite question, (laughs) what is on the rise for you this week? Ash. She says it's our favorite question because we struggle with it every week. It's good for us. I know. And then it is good. It makes us process and reflect on our week. Which is a good segue into later talking about gratitude. But we'll come back to that. Yes. On the rise for me this week, I need new clothing. I need new clothing, like this normal clothing. Nice. No. <laughs> I'm currently dressed for Flashback Friday, which means I'm dressed as my high school self, which is, I got to say, embarrassing. It's not, it's not my fave. Especially the fact it. that I still have my high school self's clothing. You know how many listeners are thinking, what? She still fits in her high school clothes? <laughs> That's Great. true. So be grateful. You're true. Um, yeah. yeah you're that right. is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but no, I need new clothing. Like I need work, work clothes and mm. we're coming up on Easter, which is a big thing. Cause I work for a church and I have to play on stage. And so I got to figure out what I'm going to wear. And I bought a hot pink dress because I went <gasps> shopping after work the other day and I was super tired and I just literally grabbed the first thing that I thought would work. And it turns out to be a hot pink dress. And now I'm like, mm. I am in shock. You bought something pink. How do I accessorize this hot situation? <laughs> black jewelry yeah right (laughs) i was thinking about wearing black converse with it really just going punk rock cool yeah so i like that we'll see we'll see what happens i am in shock yeah maybe we should go shopping after this i don't really like pink i like dresses i don't mind Mm -hmm. wearing dresses but pink is not it's just not my thing yes i have a few pink workout shirts but that's yeah about it i don't know if i have any pink actual i have one i have one pink shirt i used to wear to work Mm. when i didn't just work in I just wear polos and workout pants now. (laughs) Seriously, that's all I wear. I wash polos every week. Oh, wow. I think I own a polo. Um, All of mine are branded with my company brand. It's just it's just easier. easier. Yeah, that makes sense. What about you? What's on the rise for you this week? Well, you already alluded to it. You said you're dressed up for our Flashback Friday. Hey, oh, open Uh, CrossFit open. It's a global competition. That's what's on the rise for me this week. It is the end of the CrossFit open. I originally was not going to sign up at all because I didn't want to push myself after having a baby. And then I'm a sucker for, <laughs> for a good old uh, community event. Competition. So I did sign up. Uh, so that's what's been on the rise. It's been fun. It's interesting to like feel nervous again. Mm-hmm. I haven't felt nervous in a long time. Yeah. And there's just this adrenaline that you kind of enjoy. Yeah. Last week it was rough for me because it, it a couple of different exciting things happened for me last Friday, all in the same day. And so I just was one bundle of adrenaline all day and I hadn't slept well the night before and I had mm-hmm. not eaten well the day before. And so my body was just done. So sometime yeah. in the afternoon, I like sat down on my bed because I was working from home and I was like, oh no, I can't, I can't sit. I will, I, <laughs> I will just crash. Out. I will not move again. And so I had, I had to keep the hype going. So by the yeah. time we got to the workout, I was just, I was done. I feel like you were one of the hardest workers I saw that night. I was struggling. You worked hard. I tried. I yes. tried hard. Yes. You did yeah. an excellent job. Oh, thank you. Well, let's, let's talk about gratitude. What exactly is gratitude? What is gratitude? Hmm. hmm. Anyone? 
Anyone want to tell us? <laughs> well, Miriam Webster says it's the state of being thankful. That's very simple. Uh, Harvard Medical School is a little bit more complicated. They say a thankful appreciation for what an individual receives, whether tangible or intangible. With gratitude, people acknowledge the goodness in their lives. As a result, gratitude helps also helps people connect to something larger than themselves as individuals, whether to other people, nature, or a higher power. So you'll notice that second definition includes the effects of gratitude, not just the gratitude or the experience of gratitude itself. And what I noticed as I was reading a bunch of research on gratitude was that people talk about it as either a, tra a trait, like a characteristic, or a state of being. Mm -hmm. So you can be experiencing gratitude, or it can be something that is a virtue, that is a trait that you possess. And so it's interesting to think about those as two different things. And, and we will kind of play into that a little bit as we talk about it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, as we talked about in the superhero creed, it's a virtue. You can put it on your list. I had it on my list, my superhero creed for last year. And didn't you promptly forget forgot you it? all about it. <laughs> and wasn't grateful for a dang thing <laughs> in 2020. You were grateful for quarantine Christmas. I was. Cluster track. I was, I was grateful yes. for a few things, but yeah. it wasn't a big, a, a big, you know, focus of yeah. my year. So gratitude is, it magnifies our positive emotions. So one thing I just want to start out by saying is gratitude is not pretending that bad things aren't happening or ignoring the bad experiences or setting aside the negatives. That's not it. It's, it's more, I mean, if you think about kind of the silver lining thing, like you still say, yeah, there is a cloud, but look, there's a silver lining. Mm -hmm. um, what it, what positive things are coming out of this and experiencing that and talking through it or taking note of it. And one psychologist says that gratitude allows us to participate more in life. So rather than just experiencing the rain cloud, also experiencing the silver lining and saying, okay, let's participate in this, experience it to the fullest, both sides of the spectrum. I'm, I'm curious. Yes. In your research... Are some people born with personality traits that l tend to lean them more to that gratitude as like an innate part of how they see the world? Or do you think the way we are brought up is more of an influence in us experiencing mm, gratitude? That's I'm a just great curious. question. Yeah. Um, I'm not an expert, obviously, but um, <laughs> having done a bunch of research on this last mm. week, um, I'm thinking through it and I, I think what, came to light for me was that some people are born with positivity. I don't know if you know any of those people that mm -hmm. are there. My strengths finder born points a big arrow born. this way to me, <laughs> <laughs> which I know can be annoying to some people. Yeah. And I think that is both nature and nurture positivity. Um, so I, I would guess that you were born that way already, but then it was also nurtured in you along the way. Mm -hmm. um, but that's different from gratitude. So you with positivity can actually look at the rain cloud and be like, no, I don't even see a rain cloud. It's not even there, which is different from gratitude of saying, I'm grateful for this rain cloud because of what it brings for me, even though it is a negative experience. So I think yeah. from what I'm understanding Gratitude is a practice and an experience that you have to choose. And it, do, it can become, you know, as anything, you, any habit you choose, it can become more um, natural. Natural. Yeah. yeah. But it's not something that you're born with. That's a good distinction because you're right. Positivity is in my top five. And sometimes I'm told by people close to me that I wear 
rose-tinted glasses <laughs> when I look at the world. However, I have had two, and in the last year, we were kind of opposites. It wasn't in my superhero creed. However, yeah. gratitude was something I started journaling. And I didn't think of those things throughout my day unless I, until I started to write them down and think yeah. through them. And now Tristan and I are texting them to each other, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. So that makes sense because I didn't, I didn't identify them until I was intentional about it. Mm-hmm. However, I still was a positive person. Yes. And could be positive with the rain cloud right. raining on top of my head. Yes. And yes. I tend to be a negative person. I tend to see the more negative aspects of life and not notice the positives of life. And so it takes a little bit more effort for me to acknowledge the benefits of something. But I mean, both have pros and cons. It's, it's good because I'm able to empathize with people and be like, yeah, this really sucks. Mm-hmm. You're right. This sucks. Yes, you're very. But good then at I that. have to take the next step into being thankful or appreciating it or expressing gratitude. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just two different, two different sides of the coin. <laughs> so let's talk about what are the benefits of practicing gratitude. So it's not just something. I mean, I feel like every Thanksgiving I come around to, to gratitude, and I'm like, oh yeah, gratitude, right? What am I thankful for? <laughs> I don't know. So I want to talk about today the the benefits of regularly practicing gratitude. So that's where we're going to start. Um, I found a bunch of really great articles, like just fascinating things. Um, one from Harvard University, one from Positive Psychology, one from Berkeley. And I'll put the links in our show notes on the website if you want to take a look at those. So I there are so many benefits, like scientifically noted, researchable benefits of gratitude, regular gratitude practices. Uh, They're spiritual, emotional, physical, mental. But so I kind of tried to drill it down to a couple that I felt Mm -hmm. like would be inspirational to our listeners who still haven't told us what they want to be called. Do you want to be called? We're just going to start calling you boxers if you don't tell us. Yeah. So not the pants, the boxing gloves, (laughs) the pants. I guess it's underwear. Boxers. Anyway. So we're, yeah. I I tried to choose what would be inspirational or what would be helpful for you to wrap your heads around. So the first one is optimism. So as a negative person, I mean, we just talked about the difference between positivity and negativity and, and how those can be natural in your personality. But as a negative person, gratitude, practicing gratitude can move me toward being a more positive person. It can move someone toward noticing the more positive and optimistic effects of life. Because basically what happens is you stop looking for the other shoe to drop, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Because you understand, if you regularly practice gratitude, that everything that happens, even if the other shoe does drop, you understand that there are good things that can be found in that. And that it can be a good experience, even when it's difficult. And so you stop looking at things like what's going to go wrong and you start looking at it like, okay, what's going to go right no matter what goes wrong. Mm -hmm. So it can build your optimism. And I think part of that is understanding something that they, in that uh, longer definition of gratitude, they talked about understanding that there is good in the world around you and outside of you. And that's something we'll come back to and talk about a little bit later. Um, But basically understanding that good comes can come from powers outside of you. Yep. So I feel like as a parent, that's been a big one for us. Mm. Even, even last night, Sawyer woke up at 3am Yeah. and 
Tristan got up because he was just awake and then he didn't go back to sleep because he had to coach the 5.30 a.m. And I knew this morning, I knew this morning, I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope he's okay. Yeah. Uh, Like that is such a setup for negativity and like just having a horrible day, right? And so I'm texting him my gratitude and he's responding and it, I am so impressed at how it shifted his day. Yeah. Despite the fact that he'd been up since 3 a.m. by instead of harboring, like, was it harboring? Harping. Harping, yes. I mean, I like ships, but we're talking about something else. Instead of harping on the negative of like, I've barely slept and I need to push, you know, I need to coach all these classes yeah. and do a workout. Yeah. Us texting that gratitude first thing in the morning. I'm I'm very impressed that yeah. he was able to keep his, keep the optimism high when he could be very negative. Yeah, definitely. And then the second one I wanted to talk about is deeper relationships, which you kind of alluded to even in that example of Tristan. Um, when people know that you're grateful for them, first, they feel valued and seen by you. And then it also actually scientifically promotes relational connection and satisfaction. So people feel more satisfied with their relationships if they know that you are grateful for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it actually goes both ways. That was my understanding of the research is that you actually feel more satisfied in your relationship when when you, ex- not just to receive gratitude, but to express gratitude. Yes. So you feel more grateful for Tristan having said it to him yes. than if you had not said it to him. 100%. Yeah. And I told Ash, we just started doing this, texting it to each other, probably, mm-hmm. uh, it's probably been a month. And it's one of these, it, it's just weird when it's in writing, it almost means even more versus mm-hmm. them just saying thank you in yeah. passing. Yeah. And you're right. I think when I do, like this morning when I'm like, I'm so grateful that Tristan got up at 3 a.m. and let me sleep. It makes me just think about it more, how thankful I am. Yeah. So I totally, I think it's a, it's a new practice for us, but without a doubt, just the month we've been doing it, I can already see the difference it makes in our relationship, appreciation for one another and the, the way that our outlook of the day. Yeah. When you do that. Definitely. And they actually have done a lot of studies on couples writing down their gratitude for each other. So that is, I mean, that's a scientific thing. When couples write down their gratitude toward each other, it it grows their relationship and they tend to last longer than couples that don't. So way to go. Crushing it. Do you, I'm curious, do you send gratitude to anyone or share it? I don't do it on, like, it's not a intentional thing, but Mm -hmm. I do try to express it regularly. I, I don't, um, that's a good question. I was just curious. I don't have a, yeah. I don't have a practice of it at this point, but yeah. I would like to, I was thinking, I mean, we did an episode on roommates a while ago and, um, my current roommate and I, we sat down when we first moved in together and talked about non-negotiables and expectations and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And one of my expectations was that we would thank each other whenever we do mm-hmm. something around the house, even if it's expected, Yep. like, she expects me to, you know, clean up after myself, but to express that I'm like, Hey, thanks for taking the trash out. Thanks for doing the dishes. Yes. Um, it's really helpful to me just to know that it's seen, even though I am doing what's expected, I'm doing the bare minimum, you know, yes. <laughs> it's not like I'm going above and beyond, but I, I want to feel like it's seen and noticed. Yes. I think that's a good rule for even couples. Yeah. It, it's really, helpful. I feel like once you feel like people expect stuff out of you, it, you just, you don't feel 
as yeah. joyful about it. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's something, um, there's a lot of research about how to motivate your employees through gratitude. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that you can take there too, not just in couples, yeah, but your teams, when someone does their job, not just being like, Hey, you did your job, <laughs> but saying, <laughs> thank you for doing your job, saying you, you saw it, you noticed it, expressing that gratitude. It, and there is a lot of research that it motivates your teams and they perform better if you express gratitude for them doing what they're supposed to be doing. Making notes yeah, for myself. Take a note. Yes. <laughs> and then this one I thought was really interesting is that people who express gratitude to each other, they feel more comfortable expressing their concerns about the relationship, which I think has to do probably with stability. I wasn't 100% sure based on the research what the cause and effect there was, but um, I think it's probably this feeling of like, I know you appreciate me, you know I appreciate you. So we can talk about what the concerns are without mm-hmm. being afraid that it's going to end the relationship. I also think there's that saying you need seven compliments for every one piece of oh, criticism. Yeah. So that also makes me think if you have this bank of yep. gratitude, then you can give that criticism and it's they know like their bank is still full. Yes. And they're able to receive it without fe- feeling, because I know early on in our relationship, Tristan, there are times where you'd be like, I can't do anything right. I'm like, oh no, you do all these things great. But I didn't tell him that. Right. And so that's how he felt when I would give him a piece of criticism. Yeah, that's a great point, balancing it out. Yeah. So then that's that was the deepening relationships. Then another benefit is better physical and mental health. Hey. Hey-o. So it actually turns out that gratitude can improve your athleticism. What? I know. Isn't that crazy? Whoa. I Okay, that's so cool. I think I not know that. What, I, what I read... To, to understand is that when you are grateful for the way that your body functions and you're grateful for what you're able to do, you will actually choose to do more. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I will say, I feel like I, when I practice gratitude, especially when I started journaling last year, it made me want to eat better. Oh, that yeah. is something I noticed. Uh-huh. It's like being grateful for how I feel. And then when I think, why do I feel this way? It's because I meal prepped and I ate well. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if I don't eat well, my gratitude the next day is not around how I feel. (laughs) So that is interesting. I never thought of that. It does improve scientifically. It improves your athleticism. That's amazing. Which is crazy. All those athletes out there are going to start journaling. Exactly. (laughs) Do it. (laughs) We'll talk about how you can do that in a minute. And yeah, there, I mean, heart health, all of these different things that they talk about that it improves, but that's, I just thought that was fascinating. Self-worth. So here's where gratitude can come in with your self-worth and your identity. If, when I said earlier, if you believe that only good things can come to you if you work for them, if you make them happen, then if good things don't happen to you, it affects your self-worth and your identity. And you feel like you can only do as well as you are able to do. If, on, on in contrast, if you believe that good things can come from powers outside of yourself, nature, Um, God, other people, kindness, whatever, if you believe that, then you start to have a better sense of who you are and how you fit into the world that's not tied to what you can do or what you can produce or, yeah, how effective you are at your job, those kinds of things. You start to feel like you have value and a place in the world outside of it. That's very cool. Yeah. So that's self-worth. And then resilience. This one is so fascinating. I feel like we could do like 14 episodes on Brene Brown's (laughs) resilience research, Dr. Brene Brown. But I'll just to 
cover it real quickly. Basically, grateful people are more able to resist stress. And the reasoning there is because they can see where how they've gotten through in the past, and they know that there is good, even in the worst of circumstances, the worst of experiences. They can look at it and say, well, this won't break me because it hasn't broken me before. And having a practice of gratitude is almost always proof that someone is going to be resilient. This right here makes me think of the huge distinction between positivity and gratitude. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you you can be overly posi- positive uh-huh. and when something bad go- happens, yeah. it it can actually be hurt you more. You're yeah. less resilient. However, that gratitude, finding the silver lining in that rain cloud yeah. and saying, okay, how is this helping me be become stronger? How is right. this helping me learn through this difficulty? I can see how th- that pulls apart the positivity versus being gra- grateful and how that builds resist or resilience. Yeah. 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 Words are hard. Words are hard. <laughs> I agree. Resilience. So those are the, some of the, the key benefits that I found of practicing gratitude. So we're going to talk about how to actually cultivate a discipline of gratitude because it does, it requires discipline. And then we're going to talk about a couple of obstacles to gratitude just so you know to watch out for them. And then we'll wrap up. So, how do we cultivate a discipline of gratitude? Anytime you're cultivating a discipline, just please expect it's going to be hard work. Yes. (laughs) Like, just know that from the outset. It's not going to be easy. That's why it's called discipline. Takes some willpower, takes some accountability, takes those things that we've talked about in the past of how to create good habits. So, Becky, you've talked about one. I think this is something you've done over the past years, right, is journaling. Yeah, I I haven't been like my entire life. I've journaled off and on. Last year was when I became the most disciplined with journaling gratitude. And my journal, it's actually like right over there. You can see it only has like two pages left. I need a new one. What helped me to be disciplined in 2020 was my rule was one page mm. versus in the past, I would just write down my thoughts and it would be random. Yeah. So my one page my outline has changed, but I have certain buckets I do. And one of those is gratitude and journaling it. And I just do bullet points. I do it first thing in the morning. That has helped me create that discipline of gratitude is having it written down. And then now I'm taking it that next step of also texting it to my, my husband. Mm -hmm. And, and I really, I like this one page concept because it seems very attainable. It seems easy. Like I don't have to just journal for pages uh, and usually I only have about five or six tops, uh, things of gratitude. So yeah, having that kind of parameter helps me stick to it. So something that's interesting in the research is that they found that if you're struggling to come up with things, then you're probably doing it too frequently because it can actually have an adverse effect if you are trying to come up with things that, and just basically nothing else has happened. So you're like yeah. scrambling for something. You're like, Oh, I see what you mean. Nothing's yeah. nothing good has happened. I can't think of anything if it if you're doing it too often. So mm-hmm. if every day feels like you can't come up with new things, that's okay. You can do yeah. it once a week. You can do it three times a week. I think what they found was most helpful was three times a week, but it's mm-hmm. really hard for me to do something three times a week. Like it's easier for me to come up with one thing every day yeah. and just keep the list short yes. than to try to remember to do something Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you know? I, I actually usually don't journal on Saturday, Sunday. Oh, that's Like the weekends are just my yeah. free flow. I sleep in 30 more minutes. Free spirit. <laughs> yeah. So mine is more 30 so just more minutes. Whoa. I mean, when you have a kid, Breaking that's about as good as it gets. 
<laughs> 30 more minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and those are my 30 minutes of journaling. I don't yep. do. Yep. There you go. Okay. It doesn't take me 30 minutes to journal. Don't okay. freak out. Okay. Good to know. All the listeners are boxers out there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So th- that's journaling. Uh, second one is moment of gratitude. You can just set an alarm if you need to, so that you stop and think, okay, what, what am I grateful for right now in this moment? Or what was I grateful for today? Or you can make a practice of, you don't have to set an alarm. You can just, before you fall asleep at night, when you crawl into bed, just lay there and think, what am I grateful for from today? I'm picturing you crawling, crawling into bed. Crawling into, I do sometimes. After that adrenaline high <laughs> on last Friday, you're just crawling. I usually stretch. I have been really bad about it Good lately, but I usually stretch before bed. And so often I am on the floor and I look to literally crawl into bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm so tired. And that's where that phrase came from. I can't from. even stand up. <laughs> yeah. So t- just taking a moment of gratitude works. Thank you notes. That's the next one. Thank you notes, expressing that gratitude in writing. I mean, we talked about that. People Mm -hmm. that are able to write it down, it helps deepen relationships. I also think people like to hold on to it sometimes too. I still have one of yours on my board, that red one. Hey, look at that. Yeah. Yeah. See, people like to hold on to it. Um, Prayer. So this was an interesting one in terms of the research, but it goes back to that concept of when I was talking about self-worth and having that understanding of something outside of yourself. Developing faith in your higher power it requires acknowledging that good things can come from outside of yourself. And so that can help deepen your sense of gratitude and just praying and thanking. Yeah. Being thankful for what you have and what's happened. Um, Meditating is, it can be a form of gratitude of the discipline of gratitude because you can stop and be in the moment and experience the moment exact exactly as it is. And that is a form of gratitude of being able to not be looking forward, not be looking back but to be in the moment. Mm -hmm. So that's one option. My little brother's good at that. Yeah. I am not good at that. I, my brain is too wild. (laughs) I'm trying to picture you even trying to meditate. (laughs) I don't think it would be like bug eyed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It could happen. Okay. If I took some Benadryl and it was like 12 o'clock at night. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then one of the things they talked about in the research was, thinking outside of the box of what to be grateful for. So obviously here on Living Box Free, we like to think outside the box. So I wanted to include this. Um, Mother Teresa is famous for being, expressing gratitude. <sighs> Did you say being Catholic? For being Catholic. <laughs> what? No. Mother Teresa. I mean, yes. she is yes. Catholic, but that's not what she's famous for. <laughs> Helping people. Helping people. She's famous for expressing gratitude that she was able to serve others. Oh, yes. And because she feels like it changed her and it shaped her. And I don't know how many people know, but she she had chronic depression. I mean, she struggled most I actually of did her not life. Know that. Yeah. Her journals are really fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she felt like serving other people was a way for her life to matter and for her to refocus. So she expressed gratitude for that. So it doesn't have to be like, oh, I got a new pony today. Like, I don't know. I don't know why that <laughs> I would be mind. so excited. <laughs> It doesn't have to be like Uh, your traditional, I got this thing or someone did this nice thing for me. You can think outside the box of Mm -hmm. what to be grateful for. So just keep that in mind. Yep. So those are some ways to cultivate that discipline. And again, just keep in mind, it's a little bit challenging, clearly, considering I forgot it was even on my superhero (laughs) career to begin with. So that's your first obstacle for getting to practice gratitude. (laughs) That's that's your (laughs) obstacle number one. But your obstacle number two is the self-serving bias. I don't know if we've talked Mm. about this on here or not. I don't think we have. So the self-serving bias is basically, it's a natural human thing that we do where we attribute good things that happen to us, to ourselves and our hard work, 
and we attribute bad things to other people or to circumstance. Oh, so not taking the responsibility. Right. Yes. So if you see someone, uh, if you see someone speeding, you naturally assume negative things about that person. Or um, if something bad happens to you, it's because it was raining. It was because this happened. It's because so on, you know, whatever, the circumstances mm-hmm. of the people around you. So that self-serving bias is just, it's something, as with all biases, it's just something to be aware of, to notice in yourself, and to try to set it aside so that you can say, no, good things can come from outside of myself, and bad things can come from within myself, mm-hmm. and both are okay, but we need, you know, we just need to process those and work through them as we practice gratitude. That's yeah, that's a good one to call out. Really stepping into taking responsibility. Yeah. For your life. Yep. And the things that happen. And then the second one I wanted to bring up is that we tend to think the world is just and fair, and this is not new. This is I mean, the Greek philosophers believed that if you were rich and wealthy that the gods had blessed you. Um and we tend to think we still think that way. I mean, people rich people are are blessed and um, poor people are not. And it, we still think that your actions will dictate your, like if you're able to pull yourself up by your bootstraps and make something of yourself in the American dream. And we, and we still operate in that mindset, whereas gratitude forces us to acknowledge that sometimes we get good things we did not earn, mm-hmm. or sometimes we get bad things we didn't earn. And So you have to be able to set, again, that mindset. It's just something to be aware of. Set that mindset aside and say, I did not deserve this, and that's why I'm grateful for it. So those are the obstacles. So, yeah, I don't, I mean, I found this research fascinating. It is. And I thought, man, I just want to start. I want to start a discipline of gratitude, and I I haven't Mm -hmm. decided yet. I think I'm going to do the list before I go to bed because it's probably a good thing. As I'm crawling into my bed from my floor, my stretching, (laughs) I'll just be like, I'm grateful for my carpet. I'm grateful (laughs) for my bed. Grateful for my arm strength. Yeah. (laughs) As I try to do a pull-up into bed. bed. Yeah. So I would say if you want to develop or or deepen your relationships, you want to strengthen your resilience, you want to improve your health and self-worth, which is why we're all here, right? I mean, we all want to do those things. Then... Hey, start a practice of gratitude. Yep. And I will be on that journey with you. And if you already have a practice of gratitude, I would love to hear about it because I want to know what's working for you, what you would recommend, those kinds of things. Yep. The key is pick what will work for you. Yes. That's the key. That's the key. If it works for you, you'll do it. Yep. Yep. And it'll help. I am grateful for all this research that (laughs) you've done around gratitude because it makes me more committed to my practice of gratitude texting it, writing it down, four-ish to five days a week, weekends off. Four-ish to five. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're grateful for all all of you boxers out there. If you want to be called something else, let us know. Yep, otherwise you're stuck with it. Otherwise you're stuck with it. (laughs) All right, until next time, we are going to talk about our new series on our next episode. So tune in, check that out. It's going to be unique and fun and out of the box. Good times. Yes, talk to you later. Bye.